Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And a very good Thursday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for winding with us, Steven Strom here. Marlins fall to the Mets in Game 3 of their three-game finale, 8-3. to three. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, a rough one here in Miami for the Marlins tonight. A little sloppy early. Yuri Perez struggled, and the Mets are now 7-3 against the Marlins here in 2023 through 10 games. Mets win the rubber match by a final score of 8-3 to tonight. This is the 10th inning show. I'm Kyle Seeloff. With me is Jeff Nelson. And Nelly, why don't you kind of sum this one up tonight? Just it, You know, it, it felt to me like a team at the end of a 16-game-in-a-row stretch. They're just tired. They need that off day. Yeah, you can go that way. You know, you had a rise in, in Berger in this game. A rise missed the last two. Berger had to come out early. Uh, you look at the series. I mean, it, you can take this game into the series of how the Marlins played. When you get good starting pitching, you have a good shot of winning. You know, the times that they lost, especially with Perez, and you're trying to cover a lot of innings out of that bullpen, and you had to cover 21, and you're expecting everybody to be perfect down there. It's really tough to do. I mean, Soriano gave up a couple... Uh, you you know, he gave up three, and Cueto gave up two. You had some mental errors in this series, and even yeah. today that wound up costing you. Yeah. Uh, that can't happen at this stage of the season. Uh, if you get beat, you get beat, but sometimes you beat yourself, and I think there was a couple times in this series that the Marlins wind up, wound up beating themselves. What do you make of Yuri? Where, where do you think they go from here? It looks like a guy that might be getting tired. He's a young kid who's pitched a lot this year. Yeah, you know, now that the league has come up with a game plan against him, and I've seen it a little bit lately as far as making him get the ball up in the zone, making him throw his off speed for strikes. And, you know, this is the first time he's gone this deep in the season this is, as far as innings, pitches, everything. And sometimes your off speed is just not there. And, you know, that's the part that gets tired. It's not the fastball. It's not the velocity. You can usually get the velocity. Sometimes it's location with that fastball, but it's your off speed, your slider, your breaking ball. That's the part that's going to take its toll. That's the part that's going to show fatigue. And over the last couple starts with me, with Yuri, Yuri that has taken uh, the part of uh, maybe some fatigue there. And... Uh I think offensively, the hope has got to be you get Berger and a rise back. Everybody takes a day off tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Cubs are still losing. That's 11-7 to in the bottom of the seventh. Everybody take the day off tomorrow. It's a very tough weekend coming up. The three-headed monster in Milwaukee. We'll see how it all plays out. But you hope those final nine games, Nelly, everybody's healthy, and it's a mad dash at the finish line. Right, and you just got to hope for a lot of help from the other teams, just like the Pirates beating the Cubs right now, and, and hopefully that continues. But, 
you can't worry or think about what the Brewers are throwing against you. Right. You know, you can't say, oh, my gosh, we got Burns, we got right. Woodruff, and we got Peralta, you know, three of some of the best starting pitchers in the game. And you just have to go day by day. I mean, I know it's cliche, but that's the only thing you can do. And you got to hopefully match what they're going to do on the mound by with your starters. All right, Nelly. Uh, I'll see you on Friday. We'll see you on Friday, All Kyle. right, that's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Mets win 8-3 to three here tonight. Take a look at the highlights from this ball game. Mets had a massive overhaul to the lineup right before the game. DJ Stewart was a late scratch, so this thing was all twisted early. But uh, no score going to the top of the second inning tonight. That was until Mark Vientos came to the plate. Nobody on one out in the second inning facing Yuri. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Vientos, and that is cracked high and deep to left field. It might have a chance to leave the yard, and it does. It's gone. Mark Vientos with a bomb. His sixth of the season, and the Mets have a 1-0 lead here in the second. It would stay that way going to the third until Ronnie Mauricio would tack on for New York. Here's the 2-1 pitch, and that is lined into right field. That's a base hit. Nemo hits the bag at second. He'll have third easily. Sanchez comes up firing to third, and the ball gets by Jake Berger. Nemo's headed towards the plate. Here comes a throw. It's not in time. Now the ball gets away from Stallings. Mauricio's on his way to third, and the Marlins are making mess of things here in the top of the third inning. New York has a 2-0 lead. And unfortunately, Jake Berger was hurt on that play. He would come out insert John Birdie at third base. Next man to bat for New York was Francisco Lindor. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Narvaez, and he swings and hits a ball in the air to right center field. Jazz is on the run. He dives. He can't get it. That's off the base of the wall. Narvaez has a double. He'll be content with a double. With two outs here at the top of the fourth inning, the Mets have a 3-0 lead. So the Mets had themselves a 3-0 lead in this ball game. We would go to the bottom of the fourth. New York or uh, Miami trying to get a run against Kodai Sanga. They got a leadoff single from Brian De La Cruz. Then after Jesus Sanchez grounded out, Garrett Hampson had De La Cruz at third base with one out down 3-0. 1-0 pitch is hit in the air to center field. Brandon Nimmo is going back. This is going to get the job done. Nimmo, shy of the warning track, makes the catch. Tagging from third and scoring is Brian De La Cruz. That is a sacrifice fly for Garrett Hampson, his 23rd RBI of the season. And now the Mets lead is 3-1 here in the fourth. Yuri Perez went just three innings tonight. This was a 3-1 Mets lead going to the top of the sixth inning this evening. And there was nobody on. There were two outs. Pitching for Miami was George Soriano. And at the plate for New York was Mark Vientos. Here's a swing and a drive in the air deep to left field. Mark Vientos just went deep for the second time tonight. Wow. That's his seventh homer of the season. And it's 4-1 to one New York. But the Marlins would get one back in the sixth. Leading things off against Kodai Senga was Josh Bell. 3-1 pitch. It's hit high and deep left center field. Come on, get going. Ortega's going back. Lock it up and it's gone. Josh Bell, an opposite field bomb. And just like that, it's 4-2 New York here in the bottom of the sixth. It was 4-2 going to the top of the seventh inning. And staying in for Miami was George Soriano. He struck out Omar Narvaez looking, but then Brandon Nimmo doubled. Ronnie Mauricio walked. And then Pete Alonso came to the plate. 1-1 pitch to Alonzo is cracked on a line left center field. That's a base hit. That's going to chase home a run. Jazz has the baseball, gets it in towards second base. 
Brandon Nimmo scores on the RBI single from Pete Alonzo, and it's 5-2 New York. Mets would make it 6-2, courtesy of Francisco Lindor, who grounded out. It was a 6-2 game, and it was rather academic from there. Johnny Cueto came on to pitch the final two innings for the Marlins tonight. He allowed a homer to Mark Vientos in the eighth. I'm sorry, he allowed a homer to Brett Beatty in the eighth. Mets clobbering four home runs in this ballgame tonight. Marlins did get a run back off of Phil Bickford and Brooks Raley in the eighth inning. New York would homer again a leadoff shot from Brandon Nimmo in the ninth. And the Mets go on to win this ballgame and take the series in the rubber match by a final score of 8-3 to three this evening. For the Mets, eight runs, ten hits, no errors, six men left on base. For the Marlins, three runs, ten hits, two errors, seven men left on base. Senga beats Perez. Total time of game, three hours and four minutes here at Lone Depot Park tonight. With the victory, the Mets are 71-81. and 81. And with the loss, the Marlins are 79-74. and 74. For the Miami Marlins this evening, they punched out seven, and that means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Dry Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say, get his reaction after the 8-3 loss to the Mets. I know you mentioned last night, not the cleanest game. Do you feel like that kind of spilled over into tonight, maybe some, some costly errors and mistakes? Probably, uh, yeah. We just we didn't we didn't play really well this series. Um, just bottom line, it just un, bad timing for a for this series, um, and it wasn't lack of effort. They uh, they played hard, um, maybe too hard at times, and try to force some plays. And um, yeah, just uh, just another tough tough game. Do you think that could possibly have stemmed from? Okay, this is game. 16, or at least tonight specifically, game 16 of 16 of a tough stretch. Do you feel like fatigue may have played into some of... I don't think it's fatigue at all. I think they're just... Uh, I, I think they pushed too hard at the wrong times. I, I, that's just the reality of it. Um, some, some, you know, Jazz probably, you know, the ball right in front of him, right in front of him down the right field line. Um, probably thought McNeil was throwing it to third. The guy, you know, McNeil did a really good job at the cutoff man, redirected the ball. Right, I mean, if we're up two, then that's the time to push down two. Um, that's when you're a little more cautious on the bases. And I think he, he knows that. It's just a, um, you know, I think when you're, you're, uh, you know, trying to push and trying to create things, uh, make things happen. That that happens sometimes. And um, good swing, just a tough tough read right there. McNeil had another great throw to home. Were you okay with Soler trying to score in that situation? Uh, I've, I've, you know, down two runs, you have to be sure that you know you're you're safe there. I think he got behind the ball really really well and uh, made a good throw. Um, yeah, Soli, you know, I, I don't, you know, Soli was told to go and he's going, you know, so Jody made the read and, you know, that's part of the game. You know, you, you're aggressive and um, it was a really good throw, bang, bang play, um, you know, with one out there, you know, making the third out at home. Then that, that happens sometimes. So, um, it, and, you know, when you're losing, that that stuff happens. It can't be like a foot to the right or foot to the left. Um, then it, the bang, bang play is safe instead of out. So it's part of the game. How's Berger doing? Um, I'll have to go. I haven't seen him since the, the you know, took him out of the game. Do, do you see what part of that play that kind of affected his quad? I, I saw the same thing as you guys. Honestly, you know, the um, when Hampson let it go and he kind of reached over to, to try to try to cut it off. Um, probably, I'm assuming that's when it uh, strained or pulled a little bit. So, I, I, again, I haven't had the chance to go and, and talk to him yet just coming off the field. So, 
hopefully it's not too bad. Uh, you know, huge bat in the lineup. You know, hate to miss him. Uh, Yuri, only three innings. What, what were you seeing from him? Seeing a bit off tonight? Yeah, the, uh, you know, the 0-2 count, we, we had some bad uh, two-strike um, pitches tonight, just 0-2 count homers and um, just some tough two-count uh, hits overall that we gave up tonight uh, with damage. Um, yeah, just a little bit off. First strike was not there um, tonight. Uh, I thought the slider was good at times um, and not so good at times. And just, just long counts, didn't put anybody away. A lot of deep counts, foul balls, and... Um, it just, um, yeah, just a, a different overall night for him. Um, and it, but I don't think he was tired. I thought he, the velocity was there. Uh, slider was, you know, the characteristics were there. I just felt like it was, uh, you know, just didn't put, couldn't put anybody, you know, away like he's he's used to. I think he had a couple strikeouts. He had two strikeouts, and so it's just not like him. Yeah, I think it was like 19 foul balls, how many swing misses. Yeah, that, that kind of feels like it then. I didn't know that number, but that definitely feels like it was, just watching the Ortega. A lot of guys had some, some longer at-bats that kind of cost them, and, you know, 20-plus pitches per inning, it just didn't feel like to, to, to keep going. I was to say, is it the balance with him, obviously we've talked so much about his innings, but, like, especially after, what was it, 31-pitch inning, Probably like, yeah. yeah I, I'm not going to push him of all guys uh, to push. That's not the guy to push. And we had a fairly fresh bullpen, um, so I f- we felt like to you know keep us in the game and um, to to go with it, uh, to go with some fresh arms and to try to keep us in. And you know once we were down a ways, then that's when uh, you know we went with uh, Johnny. What does that do for with Johnny going tonight uh, for Friday with your starting pitcher? Yeah, we'll have an opener on Friday. How do you think you guys handled uh, Sanga tonight? I actually thought we did pretty good against mm-hmm. Sanga. Uh, we kept him in the strike zone. We didn't chase. Um, it was a very rare chase uh, as far as the the ghost fork um, and uh, the fastball up. We you know stayed away from for the most part. I thought we had really competitive at bats. Um, just zero for four or five with runners in scoring position. So we just didn't didn't cash in at the right time. Some double play balls and um, yeah. So that. That part of the the game, uh, we just didn't come through. But I thought overall we took some pretty good at-bats against Senga compared to maybe the last time we saw him. Yes, uh, with an opener Friday, assume I guess a bullpen game, Does is Cueto kind of out of the bullpen now? Or was this kind of like how... Yeah Johnny, will be, yeah, Johnny will be out of the bullpen uh, for the next couple games, and then we'll, we'll see where he's at. Yuri Perez just went three innings, gave up three hits, three runs, two of them earned, two punch outs, and three walks. Didn't look like the Yuri we had seen or at least been accustomed to. Let's hear what Yuri had to say after his outing, translated by Louis Durante. Yuri, I know the Mets uh, made you or felt off a lot of your pitches. Where do you feel like they made you work the most? The fellow? They felt off a lot of his pitches. Where do you feel like the Mets made you work the most? Sí, I siento que, que los Mets este estuvieron trabajando bastante el día de hoy, o sea, tú que tuvo más que todo esa, esa cantidad de trabajo que te hicieron hacer hoy. Uh, sí, en verdad trabajaron muy bien, eh, hice muchos picheos en el primer inning, eh, estaba fallando muchos picheos. Eh, digo que tengo que mantenerme un poco más en la zona, ese fue el trabajo de hoy, que ellos trabajaron de, de su parte mejor que yo. Yeah, I will say they, they worked very well today. Um, it was a combination there uh, of uh, not attacking the zone. I was a little aw- away from the zone, and uh, they did a great job, you know, uh, capitalizing that, that, that situation there. This was your first time facing the Mets. Just how much of this outing tonight was just even trying to get a feel uh, for their hitters? 
Sí, esta es la primera vez que te enfrentas a, a los Mets, eh, que tanto de eso fue también eh, tener una sensación de lo que eran eh, son los, los, los bateadores de los Mets. Uh, no, creo que es segunda vez. Eh, eh, hacen buen trabajo, eh, cogen buenos picheos, eh, tengo que, que tratar de mantenerme en la zona, como dije. Y ellos hicieron el ajuste, yo tenía que hacerlo, ellos lo hicieron primero y nada, se fueron adelante. I think, I think it's my second time, uh, but um, it, it was just the adjustment they were making. They were making the adjustments. Uh, they did it before I did, mm -hmm. and, and that's when they won the battle. Uh, but I just need to attack the zone uh, more. You mentioned being away from the zone. What do you think attributed to that tonight? Sí, comentaste que te estuviste saliendo de la zona. Este, ¿Qué crees tú que se atribuye a eso esta noche? Uh, creo que estaba forzando un poco más el cuerpo mío, eh, queriéndose un poco más. Eh, me sentí un poquito incómodo ahí arriba en la lomita con eso y sí, eh, tratando de hacer más de la cuenta. Eh, ese fue el fallo de hoy. Yeah, I would say that um, I was just trying to do more than I, that I could, you know, trying too hard. Uh, felt a little uncomfortable, uh, to be honest, on the mound, a little bit in some situation, and just kept pushing there. And, um, That's what happened tonight. Pretty forcing heavy, I think. Was that a matter of maybe not having command of some of these other pitches? More of the forcing, we saw. Sí, más de cuatro costuras. Estuvimos lanzando hoy. Eso fue cuestión de que no sentía que tenía mucho comando entre otros picheos. Sí, sí. Tratamos de terminar con las cuatro costuras, ya que los otros picheos no estaban funcionando. Bueno, estaba comandando más ese picheo y decidí tirarlo. Yeah. Some of the other pitchers were not having that, uh, that good command that I normally have in some of the games. So I feel a better bit of grit uh, with the four-seamer, so, so we decided to use it more today. How are you feeling? You mentioned, you know, just how are you feeling physically? Sí, físicamente. ¿Cómo tú te sientes ahorita? No, no, me siento bien. Estamos final de la temporada, no te voy a mentir. Un poco ya siento lo ir arriba, ya que... Nunca había tirado tanto ahí ni una temporada, eh, pero me siento súper bien. I, I feel, I feel great, you know, but you know we have to realize also it's the end of the season. Um, um, the amount of innings is the, the most I have in, in my career uh, on a season, but uh, you can start to feel a little bit of, of that um, because of the depth of the season. I'm just curious. A year ago tomorrow, you pitched in the playoffs for Pensacola. Was there anything from that experience you were able to take away for the stretch run for the Marlins? Sí, un año atrás tú estés eh, lanzando en, en la postemporada en Pensacola. Exactamente un año atrás. Algo que te llevaste de, de ese playoff o de esa postemporada ya que pudiste, que crees que puedes utilizar aquí? Ah, no, mucha experiencia. Eh, fue increíble eh, estar ahí en el equipo. Eh, ayudar al equipo y más horas que están también compitiendo para pa, pa eso, para los playoffs. Eh, se sintió increíble y no, es una gran experiencia estar en esas finales, eh, tratando de estar también aquí y dar lo mejor de nosotros aquí también. Yeah, it was a great baseball, baseball experience, you know, be there with the guys, helping to, um, you know, get the, the whole thing, uh, which I think they're, they're actually doing right, right now. They're also battling to, to, to win it again. Uh, and so it's just that baseball experience that I got. I'm here now with the, uh, the Marlins and trying to, to make it to the postseason. 
right, Jake Berger left this game on Wednesday night with hip tightness. He left the game. Let's hear what Jake had to say, get his feelings, and see what's going on with him, and if we can anticipate on seeing him on Friday. Uh, can you just take us through maybe where you felt some discomfort on that play? Yeah, you know, the more I think about it, it was kind of a blur at first, but um, it, the initial lunge um, for the ball um, before it got by me um, was when I felt it, and then um, yeah, it just tightened up. It was, uh, you know sucks but um you know do everything i can over the next 48 hours to be good on friday you feel like it's kind of perfect timing that an off day is coming tomorrow maybe gives you an extra chance to kind of recover before friday yeah yeah i mean that's uh the conversation conversation i had out there with uh lee and uh, skip you know it's just like hey like don't want to push it and um you know make it even worse so um you know give yourself you know 48 hours and um you know be ready to go and um you know you know me, I want to play always and stay in there. And um, obviously, it was, it was a smarter decision to uh, get out of that one. And then, um, you know, hopefully uh, be ready to go on Friday. How are you feeling right now? Uh, obviously, uh, still tight and sore. Um, but reevaluate in the morning, come in here, get some treatment, and, um, you know, get, get here on Friday and see how it feels as well. Have you ever had that discomfort before the tightness? No, no. It was a, a new one for me. So, um Obviously, scared me a little more than uh, you know. Anticipated with my injury history with my Achilles, you know, anything that uh, doesn't feel normal always uh, freaks me out a little bit more. But um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, be good by Friday. What's your general level of concern right now? Uh, you know, I told Skip, uh, doesn't I, I want to be in there on Friday. So um, you know, that's that's where I'll leave that. All right, we are off here on this Thursday afternoon. The Marlins just played 16 straight. They get to lick their wounds here. They're right back at it, though, Friday night. It's going to be the last home series at Lone Depot Park for the Marlins in the regular season. Hopefully we get some postseason playoff ball at the depot. But it'll be a very tough challenge with Milwaukee's three-headed monster going. How about Corbin Burns? How about Freddie Peralta? And how about Brendan Woodruff? The Marlins will go with an opener on Friday. TBD on who that will be. We hope you can join us. It's going to be a 641st pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 610. We appreciate you rewinding with us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.